today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. Solomon's like, man, I, I just told you how I feel. Every aspect of my, my hearing, my eyesight, my memory, my hair. I guess he had hair. It was just gray. That's okay. He had hair. That's fine. But I mean, his, his physical condition, and yet he still will teach the young people when he's old. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Ecclesiastes. Many people look toward their last years, hoping it'll be a time of rest, of sitting back, enjoying the fruits of their labor, and watching the grandkids. There's nothing wrong with that, but in today's message, Pastor J.D. will challenge us to take advantage of those years to impart wisdom and guidance on those younger than you. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Can I say it again? You know what I'm going to say, right? Because you tire of me saying, I'm really looking forward to what the Lord has for us in this chapter, this final chapter in this book. We now come to the conclusion of the matter and the conclusion of the book. And I went back into my notes uh, to see when we started this book, and it was actually almost three months ago. Not bad. Not bad. We did about a chapter a week. So about three months ago, we started our study, verse by verse study through this book. So tonight it comes to an end. And as we're about to see Solomon, who embarked on this journey to find meaning and purpose in life without God, life under the sun, S-U-N, has now finally come to his conclusion. And as we've talked about before, he kind of needed to go through all of this. And so did we. We had to go through this grueling, frustrating at times process over the last three months, listening to Solomon talking about vanity, all is vanity. One verse in particular sticks out in my mind where he talks about the years of your miserable life. I mean, wow, you know, how perky is this? What a Debbie Downer. But he finally comes to the end and the conclusion here in this book. One has suggested, actually the rabbis believe that Solomon wrote the book of the Song of Solomon, which by the way is the next book we're going to uh, start. Um, parental discretion advised. Um, if you're going to put an R rating uh, rating on it, it would have to be R restricted. Uh, you know, in uh, Israel, they don't let the uh, Jewish, uh, the, the young Jews read that book until they're at least age 13. Makes you want to read it more, <laughs> right? You know, when you're watching something and it says, you know, some 
material may be inappropriate for some viewers. Viewer discretion advisor, like, oh wow, cool. What, what's it about? Well, it's kind of like the Song of Solomon. Very interesting book, but it's believed that he wrote that book when he was younger. He wrote the book of Proverbs when he was middle-aged, and he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes in his old age, and that's what we're going to see here tonight. Like last week, we kind of painted the picture of a Oh, I've already forgot the word. That's my my memory, which we're going to talk about tonight. Kani kapila? That wasn't very convincing. I must have really botched the word. But it's that gathering together and talking story and breaking bread and fellowshipping. And here Uncle Solomon's going to sit down and he's going to impart to us his wisdom. All of the years, and he's going to impart to us all that he's learned, all the wisdom over the years, now in his older years. So he's going to come to this conclusion. We're going to talk about this at the conclusion of our Bible study tonight. But the conclusion is, fear God and obey His commandments. Fear and obey God. And he says, even why? He says it's because in the end, this is man's all. And I'll add, not only is it man's all, uh, and it's God's will as well as man's all, is to fear and obey God. And we're going to talk about what it really means to fear God. So, Verse 1, he says, remember, hang on to that word, it's not what you think. Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, and the difficult days come. And the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. In other words, you young people, um, do it when you're young, because when you get older, it ain't going to happen. And he's going to tell us why here in the verses that follow. But he's saying to the young, now he's older, wiser, he's saying to the young, remember, which carries with it the idea of act decisively. And I'll explain how I get there. You know, in the Old Testament where we'll read oftentimes where, and God remembered Noah. What? He, what, he forgot? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He remembered, kind of like, oh yeah, Noah. I, I totally forgot. And, and God remembered Abraham and Sarah. What? Does it, it doesn't mean that. It means this that God's action decisively was brought to the forefront of His remembrance, and He acted. God remembered Abraham and Sarah, and Isaac was born. God remembered Noah. God remembered, and you can just go on throughout all of the Old Testament where you read God remembered. This is what Solomon is saying here, is at the forefront of your remembrance. Act decisively. 
and do this. And do it when you're young, because I assure you, when you get older, you're not going to be able to do that which when you're young you're able to do. You're going to be unable, and possibly even disabled, and you cannot do that which you can do when you're younger. Oh, by the way, just uh, parenthetically, I, I learned this a few years ago, and boy am I so glad I did, because it kind of changed everything. You know the uh, word handicap? That's very derogatory. Do you know where it came from? The beggar that's disabled with the cap in their hand asking for a handout. And that's why they call them handicapped, cap in hand. I, 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 man, when I first heard that, I'm like, I will never say that word again not handicapped, disabled, disabled. What does disabled mean? You're not able. You're disabled. And when you get older, you're going to be unable, even disabled. So do it when you're young. Now he's going to expound on this, and it's going to get, well, let me just put it this way. Beginning here in verse 2, for those of us that are older, uh, this is going to really hit home, okay? So listen to what he says, verse 2. While the sun and the light, the moon and the stars are not darkened, and the clouds do not return after the rain. He's using poetic language to describe the state of one's mind when they get older. A uh, little bit uh, cloudier, a <laughs> little more difficult. It's not like it was when you were young. You're not quite as sharp as when you're young. He's talking about the mind. Verse 3, in the day when the keepers of the house tremble, he's talking about your legs. They uh, get a little bit shakier the older you get. And then he says, the strong men bow down. That's the back, even as I read it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> as you get older, it's kind of like, you know when you're young, you drop a penny, you're picking that thing up. You get older, you drop a quarter. Nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> you know, you get older, you get heavier, and you drop something. I was thinking about this today, tying your shoelaces. It's kind of like, <sighs> maybe I could just put the the shoe up here on the counter and then and then try to, you know, just that that back, and you're just kind of hunched over. And as you get older, it's called gravity. <laughs> Thank God, there's no gravity in heaven. How about this imagery? When the grinders cease, because they are few. You know what he's talking about? Teeth. <laughs> yeah, the teeth. This is, yeah, what's that saying? I, I, I think it goes something like this. Um, getting old isn't for wimps. It's not for wimps. Here's what happens. You get old and everything starts going. And he's going to talk about the eyesight here in a moment. 
And sometimes I wonder if it's the grace of God. Because, you know, the eyes, you know, your eyesight when you get older, it's not as good as it was when you were younger. And maybe that's the grace of God, because then you can't see how, how old you're getting. You know, you look and and then, and then the hearing, I, I like the hearing, you know, that, that kind of goes a little bit too. He's going to talk about that in a moment. But as you get older, just as, as those things kind of go south, it's kind of God's just protection, I think. Just, you know, the, the teeth, that, that, that's a bummer because you can't eat as much unless you get dentures. But anyway, I digress. So he moves on. And he says, and those that look through the windows grow dim. That's the eyes, the eyesight. Verse 4, how you doing? Everybody okay? You young people are going, what are you talking about? I'm fine. (laughs) Whatever. Verse 4, when the doors are shut in the streets and the sound of grinding is low, that's your hearing. That's your ears. It gets worse. When one rises up at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters of music are brought low. He's talking about when you get older, just the slightest sound wakes you up. You know how it is when you're younger? This is a biggie for me. In fact, I struggled. I have to confess preparing uh, tonight's teaching when I got to this particular verse, because I like to sleep. Sleep is very important, and and. You know, it's kind of interesting, when you're younger, you are grounded with the very things that when you're older, you only dream of. You have to stay home, and you have to go to your room. You promise? I can? I would do anything, you know? You have to take a nap. Please, I would love to take a nap. The only problem is, in the middle of the day, I'm trying to take a nap, and, and I'm, I'm trying, and I'm praying, oh Lord, help me. Just kind of, oh, maybe I'll listen to some, you know, Bible teaching or worship music. That'll help. Doesn't help. Um, and then I'm, I'm laying there, and then, I, and then all of a sudden I'm thinking, man, I need to get that. Oh, I forgot. And then next thing you know, you're, you're up, and it's even worse. And then you lost that 15 minutes or whatever it was trying to take a nap. Anyway, enough of my problems. Well, let's talk about sleep just for a moment here. You know when you're young? When I was young, you could change the sheets while I was sleeping on the bed upon which I was sleeping, and it wouldn't wake me up. Now you just open the closet door to get the sheets downstairs. I wake up. And there's actually a neurological explanation for it. The brain chemicals and this, all that melatonin, you know, that um, makes you sleep. And, and it, it just, it changes as you get older. And that's what Solomon is alluding to. Verse 5, also, this is interesting, they are afraid of height and of terrors in the way. You know what this is speaking to? You know how when you get older, uh, there's that fear of falling and breaking a hip. Uh, because, and we're going to talk about this in a moment too, you're just more frail. And then he says, when the almond tree blossoms. Now I thought about this. I was just, and so I went to the commenta- uh, commentaries. Uh, commentaries are always a, a good help. And I'm glad I did on this because I didn't want to know this, but this is talking about gray hair or no hair. 
when the almond tree blossoms, you know, the, the white as you get older. You know how young people are really into their hair? I was into my hair when I was young. No, you ready for this? No, seriously, for real. When I was young, I had a huge afro. I know that, yeah. God bless you, brother, right here, man. I feel you, brother. Man after my own heart right there. Hey, brother, enjoy it now. If the Lord tarries, it's going bye-bye. This was back in the 70s. I had this huge afro. And you know, I had the afro pick. You have one of those? Yeah. I put it in my hair. It was so cool. I thought I was cool. And then my poor mom and dad, please get the haircut. I will give you money. Go get the haircut. I hated getting haircuts because I wanted my afro and it was huge. In fact, I had to sit. This is no exaggeration. I had to sit at the back of the class because if I sat in front of my classmate, they couldn't see anything because no, it was that big. I got pictures to prove it. Um, there's actually a, a, an application, a sanctified application here. I'll get to it in just a moment. Uh, when you're young, enjoy that. Because when you're older, you're not going to enjoy that. And then he says, the grasshopper is a burden. This is where I believe he's talking about weakness and frailty. You know, when you're older, you just... Hey, when you're younger, you're invincible, right? So we have this, uh, down our lane where we live, we have this um, uh, fence. It's not a, a high fence, but they put locks on the gates to keep you know people from walking through the uh, lawn. But they uh, gave us the combination so we can walk through. Well, um, the combination is one of those old locks where you got to turn it, you know, it's got to be like a partly cloudy Tuesday, windward Malka showers, you know, the conditions have to be just perfect, and then you got to get it just right, and then finally it opens, and there's two gates. You have to go through two of these locks. I just look at it, and I just thought, man, that's, first of all, I got to bend down, and then I can't see the numbers, so I got to put them on my, my glasses, and then, and then, you know, finally get open, and then I think, well, maybe I'll just crawl over the fence. I did that one time. It almost required hospitalization. I will never do it again. But you know, when I was young, I could have just leaped over that thing. (laughs) I don't want to get too graphic on this next one. I think it speaks for itself. But he says, and desire fails. He's talking about passion as you get older. You know, when you're young, you're in the prime of your life. Again, I just say for any young people watching here, enjoy that while you're young. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Um, (laughs) For man goes to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets. What Solomon is referring to here is when you get older, you will attend more memorial services with your friends that have passed away before you. And he's not talking about his death. That's coming up. (laughs) I mean, that's where it all ends, right? He's going somewhere with this. Remember, we're coming to the ultimate conclusion of the matter. Verse 6, he says, remember again, your Creator 
before the silver cord is loosed or the golden bowl is broken. This speaks poetically, metaphorically to the memory. Oh, this is a biggie, isn't it? You just don't quite recall things that you used to be able to when you get older. The memory goes as well. And then he says, or the pitcher shattered at the fountain. He's talking about breathing, the lungs. Or the wheel broken at the well. He's talking about the heart. So verse 7, this is where he talks about death. He says, then the dust will return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit will return to God who gave it. That's how it all ends. So he's going to turn a corner, thank God, in verse 8. And he says, vanity of vanities, says the preacher. All is vanity, meaningless, empty. And verse 9, moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still, keyword, taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. What's he saying here? He's saying, you know, I'm getting too old for this, but I'm still going to teach the younger people this. I think this speaks to a something that's lost in the church today. We have reference to it in the New Testament as it relates to the older women taking the younger women under their wings and teaching them. And certainly the same is true for the older men taking the younger men under their wings and teaching them, imparting to them as young men. <laughs> you may not feel like it. Solomon's like, man, I, I just told you how I feel. Every aspect of my, my hearing, my eyesight, my memory, my hair. I guess he had hair. It was just gray. That's okay. He had hair. That's fine. But I mean, his, his physical condition, and yet he still will teach the young people when he's old. Verse 10, the preacher sought to find acceptable words, and what was written was upright, words of truth. The words, verse 11, of the wise are like goats, and the words of scholars are like well-driven nails given by one shepherd. In other words, as goads prod cattle, so too do words of wisdom prod people. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of In Spirit and Truth. Pastor J.D. has been teaching through the book of Ecclesiastes, both challenging us to seek the lasting things and encouraging us to look at how we spend our days. Throughout the book of Ecclesiastes, we get a peek into the mind of its writer and how he lived. We see how he tried everything the world had to offer, and it still left him feeling empty. In fact, he writes that all he sought was in vain. Can you relate? Do you find yourself seeking the things of the world? Are you putting your hope in the meaninglessness and empty things of the world? If so, be encouraged. 
you don't have to spend your days wondering where your help comes from. Scripture tells us it comes from the Lord. So seek Him and He will fill you afresh. We hope today's message has been encouraging to you in your walk with Jesus. If you're wrestling in your walk, though, we'd love to pray for you. Just visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and click on Contact under the About tab. We'd love to hear from you, and we're available to answer any questions you may have. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you join us for our worship services. Feel free to invite your family and friends, too. And be sure to let us know that you're a listener of In Spirit and Truth when you visit. Find out more about Calvary Chapel Kaneohe at our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. Thanks for being part of our study here today. We hope you'll tune in next time to learn more from the book of Ecclesiastes with Pastor J.D. Right here on In Spirit and Truth. <laughs> 